Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Adrian Ross Show, a product of the BMG Network. And maybe you are listening at the BMG Network, bmgnetwork.com, or on a major podcast platform, or watching, actually, if you are, I'm waving, hi, watching uh, on YouTube, the BMG Network's YouTube channel. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to start today with a review. I've been asking for reviews, and it's been a while since I've had an opportunity to share one, so I'm going to share one today. And then I'm going to make a pitch (laughs) to get you to write one also. This review is from Carrie B. Casino. And Carrie wrote, Thank you, Adrian, for sharing your thoughts on this new year. It warms my heart to hear positivity amid dark times. I also could not help but hear in my mind the song Believe by Brooks and Dunn as you spoke of Revelation. Silly, I know, but had to share. Keep the episodes coming. I enjoy them greatly. Thank you so much, Carrie. That is so encouraging. It's so encouraging. And and um, she had titled it first episode for 2022. So Carrie wrote this after that first episode of 2022. I'm so grateful. I'm and I and I and I said I'm gonna make my pitch, right? I'm gonna ask you also if you would go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you wherever you listen and leave a review. And again, people often I say this a lot, people think that it doesn't matter. It does. Those little things really do matter. So go, you know, give it a rating, a five-star rating. If you love the Adrian Ross show, write a review. It doesn't have to be anything long or complicated, but it's much appreciated. So again, thank you, Carrie, for that. And I look forward to reading and sharing more, more reviews and seeing some ratings as well. Okay. All right. So let's jump into today's episode. Okay. I'm going to talk today about Ukraine not breaking down the whole situation of Ukraine, but I really want to focus on lessons, three lessons that I get from the Ukraine situation, from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Okay, everybody's been paying attention to that, or at least somewhat, and it's a sad situation. We're praying for Ukraine, um, asking God to intervene there. Really, really sad situation. And yet, even in sad situations, we can we can take lessons lessons from them, and that's what we're gonna do. I, I say a lot that I can get a lesson from anything. It's how I'm wired. It's how my brain works. You can take anything, you know. And 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 it's like there's something downloaded in me, and I can I can get a lesson from it. And such is the case with with Ukraine. Not again going into all the specifics of you know the battles and all that and the airstrikes and that, but but some lessons that we can take in our own lives that apply that hit home for us. And, uh, and I hope hit, hit home when I say us, I hope it's not just me. I hope it's you as well. So three lessons that I get from Ukraine. I'm going to start with this. We have it good. Now, I know that many of us go, are going through trials. We're going through tribulations. We, may have, we have, may have a story of our lives that includes pain and trauma and all that. And yet, I still have to say, for the most part, we have it good. I posted this on social media the other day. So so listen to this and you this is a this is exhibit A of what I mean when I say we have it good. I wrote on social media, I was relaxing in my jacuzzi after work, my Kindle in one hand, a cup of hot tea in the other, listening to the freezing rain hit my windows during this ice storm. Then my mind just went to Ukraine and my heart began to ache again for the people there. 
Sometimes it escapes us how good we have it at the moment. Pray for Ukraine. And it was an eye opener, guys. It really was like I'm sitting there, I'm just kind of chilling in the in the jetted tub, and I've got the you know got the Kindle here, and I got the you know I've got the um, hot tea here, had a little peppermint inside the hot tea, and and I'm just kind of relaxing. I work hard, I work long hours, I'm up long hours, and I was just kind of chilling after work, and then all of a sudden they just came back to me, the people of Ukraine, and I'm like, wow. And um, they're not chilling, having a cup, cup of tea and got Kindle in the hand. And right, they're trying to figure out how they're going to get through this mess, um, mess meaning Putin's invasion. So we have it good. Um, and it's not like we don't know that. So when I say it's a lesson, a life lesson, it's not like we don't know. I mean, most of us know some people are delusional and they don't realize how that they do have it good. But most of us do, you know, um, we have a bad day here and there. We get an attitude here and there. We're disappointed here and there, but ultimately we come back to the knowledge that, you know what, we, we, we do have it good. And if we don't have that, this is what, this is what I want to impress upon us today. We do have it good. Um, we may struggle. We may wish we had different jobs. We may see a family across the street who seems to be doing much better than we are. Please keep in mind, we have it good. We have it good in this country, to be even more specific, that God has blessed us, you know, and I've heard people say, listen, I've been on mission trips, I've been to Guatemala, I've been to, to Africa, you know, and I've I've heard people say from other, you know, like other countries and they, they come, I've heard people say, you know, your it's like your your worst day would be like our, be- I mean, would be even better than our best day. We are are so blessed. And that's something that we should always keep in mind, not just to gripe, not just to complain, not just to, I uh, just want better. And there's nothing wrong with wanting better. We all want better. I want better. I want more. And, I, and that's, you know, that's, that's fine. That's okay. But let us always be mindful, especially as we look at what's going on in Ukraine, Let's keep in mind that we do we do have it good. Most of us are protected. Most of us aren't aren't you know looking to the left and, and to the right and wondering when the next shoe is going to drop um, that could b- blow us out of the water. Most of us. I don't know if you saw there was some footage of a father who had to send his his daughter away for safety and he was um, saying goodbye to her. And it was uh, I, I tried not to look too closely and I kind of tried to keep scrolling because I, I have such a I have such a tender heart, to be honest with you. I can be so sensitive and I, it's just so sad. How do you, you know, you, you, you got that daughter in front of you and you know, and you may never, you, your mindset is you may never see her again, you know? So, um, and of course we have challenges here as well, but guys, keep in mind that we do have it good and be thankful, be thankful and thank the Lord. The, the second lesson is, you know, being beholden to others compromises you. Um, when, when, when you owe someone, so to speak, it compromises you. It inhibits your ability to stand your ground because you need the other. And when you need the other, they've got you in a grip. They've got you. And, and what am I, what am I talking about here at a lot of this, issue with Russia has to do with 
energy. It has to do with Putin being given control over energy rather than folks being energy independent. And my Breitbart News colleague, John Nolte, wrote a piece about this and not going to share all of it, but he talks about he talks about these those who are those countries who are most dependent on Russia for natural gas. Look at listen to these percentages, okay? These are countries that are dependent on Russia for energy. North Macedonia, how much dependence? 100%. Finland, 94%. Bulgaria, 74%. Germany, 49%, Italy, 46%, Poland, 40%, France, 24%. That is mind-boggling, okay? And, 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 I, and I don't know if you know, but even the United States relies on Russia for some of our energy, even though people have been preaching over and over, energy independence, energy independence, uh, former governor of Alaska, Sarah Palin, always drill, baby, drill, always talking about Alaska, always talking about how God has given us resources. So why would we why would we put our 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 lives, our security and our prosperity in the hands of folks who don't like us? And there is that inherent link, as she says, between energy and security and energy and prosperity. So my colleague wrote this. When he gave those numbers, he uh, shared those numbers in his in his article, he said, so the gangster Putin invades Ukraine and says, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to attack me when I can shut off your economy? And that's the deal. When you are beholden to something or someone, they have your economy, your prosperity, your whatever, your your security in the palm of their hands. And we see this we see this in in life. We see this regularly in life. I mean, why why when you owe somebody some money sometimes and you want to say something, you want to do something that needs to be done or said, but you don't because you know you owe them money. And maybe they're bankrolling you. Okay? And so what do you do? You don't open your mouth. You don't speak up. You sit on your morals. You sit on your values because you're beholden. I believe that's probably why the Bible says, oh, no man, oh, no one, nothing. Oh, no man, anything. Okay? That's why some people stay in abusive relationships because they feel like they need the other person. Maybe the other person is is the one who pays the bills. Maybe the other person is the one, you know, who's who's the, you know, putting money in their pocket so they can dress a certain way. So they endure. They say, well, well I, I can't I can't do it on my own. I can't go it on my own. What am I I need this person. And so they remain in that situation, put themselves and in, in are very often children in compromising situations because they need they're beholden they're not free you know um sometimes there's a secret somebody knows something about you and they hold it over your head you know and you hold your mouth right you keep your mouth shut why because because you feel you have to because you're because you're beholden to 
And that's really scary. And it's sad. You know, it even reminds me when I was very young. This is kind of blunt, but I was very young. I was probably 19, maybe 20. And I remember hearing someone who was in a bad relationship. And she said that she remained in that relationship because of sex. Yeah, she said bad sex is better than no sex. I ain't making this up. And so she remained because that was being held over her head. She was in bondage to sex. And so she stayed. And so in the situation with Ukraine, um, you know, as my colleague pointed out, Russia holds so much in its hands due to energy that, again, so the gangster Putin invades Ukraine and says, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to attack me when I can shut off your economy? You know, and he knows that he understands that there's power in that. That's why there's been a lot of conversation the last few days about the situation with energy and more people now speaking up again about, listen, U.S., you better wake up, you know, because energy independence is vital to our future, to our present even, but also to to our future as well, which is very important. Our economy, our security, et cetera. That's my second lesson. Okay. And the third one, life has its fair shares of what we call suddenlies. I call them suddenlies. I mean, think about Ukraine. Think about how quickly their lives changed. The citizens' lives changed. Just like that, their life is on the line. Now, of course, if we are, uh, if we are honest, we, you know, if we are, I shouldn't say honest, if we are insightful, we know that life can change at any time, but it's not something that we generally keep at the forefront of our minds. We act like we're invincible. We leave the house and assume we're coming back. We go to bed, assume we're waking up, you know, and life changes suddenly. And it's not just, you know, whether you die or something, but in the situation with Ukraine, who would have guessed that this thing was going to turn as it did as fast as it did, but it did. And what about us? What about our families that we think are so intact? What about our jobs that we think are so secure? What about our health that we just just believe is is just um, top notch? Well, it could be anything, but there are suddenlies. You're going along, you're walking along, you're walking, you're doing, you're just living. And then just like that, every, everything changes. And we need to live in... Uh, we need to live with that mindset. And particularly as a Christian, I can say that because we, tomorrow's not promised and we got to stand before God, a holy God. You know, do we really want to be playing around or do we want to get real with God? You know, so things change. Tomorrow is not promised. I know when you're young, especially you think it is. And even as we get older, sometimes we think it is, but it's not. So what are you going to do with today? What are you going to do with the only moment you have, which is now? Because there's suddenly. Now, having said what I said in the way that I said it, let me give the let me let me give this perspective as well. Good suddenlies happen also. That's a lesson. We need some good positive lessons as well, right? Life is filled with them and here's one. You can be in the worst situation ever. And just like that, that thing can turn. Just like that. Just as things go south, things can go north really, really fast. I always say it takes, you know, suddenly 
It takes years to come, but when it comes, it comes, right? And I'm thinking about that good, that good suddenly. It just seems like it's taken years to get there, years for this to happen, years. And then boom, all of a sudden you're propelled forward and you're propelling and set down, positioned into, into a good place. God does that. He does those suddenlies. Like in the Bible, in the book of Acts, when they were all with one mind and one accord in the upper room, and the Bible says, and suddenly... It came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, right? Suddenly it happened. So so you can have suddenlies too that are good things. What does that say to us? It says we never, ever lose hope. Never. And we've got to fight sometimes for that hope because anything can happen and anything can change. And it's not just about the shoe dropping. It's not just about the negative. We understand that we're frail. We understand that we're fragile. We understand that mess happens. We understand that it gets bad sometimes, but we've got to have equal, if not more confidence and hope that there's some good suddenlies that suddenly come and suddenly things were different. So those are, those are just three lessons that I get just just contemplating this situation with Ukraine, just contemplating the horror that they're going through and asking that we pray for them, you know, and asking that God would intervene. Understand that in the midst of their mess, God can still speak to us and give us lessons that we can carry with us into our lives. So important. So again, lesson number one was that we do have it good. We have it good. Number two, being beholden to others compromises you, causes you to shut up when you should open your mouth, causes you to sit down when you should stand up, causes you to sort of look the other way, and causes other people to realize that they've got you where they want you. That's not a good place to be. And then lastly, life has its share of suddenlies. Some of them are not so good, but some of them are. So maintain your hope. God bless the people of Ukraine and God bless all of you. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Adrian Ross show. And I invite you to go to the bmgnetwork.com and check out the other podcasts that are uh, insightful and and informative, enlightening, and even entertaining. That's the bmgnetwork.com. But also, um, as far as, as what I do, um, go to adrianrosscom.com, my website there. I also have a column that people can subscribe to, and that's adrianrosscolumn.com. And I have an online school. It's called Adrian Ross Academy, ARC Academy. And I have courses there. A um, couple courses there. One of them in particular is called the 10, the 10 Surefire Steps to Writing Your Masterpiece. And that's for people who want to write a book or another book. It's the 10 Surefire Steps. And uh, if you go check that out at um, uh, adrianrossacademy.com, uh, if you go there, you will, uh, you'll see that it's, 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 it's good for you. It's it got video. For those of you who want to sit and watch and take notes, and it also has just the audio if you're on the go and you want to listen, and it has PDFs to fill things out. So, so check that out. And you can email me at adrianrosscom at gmail.com. adrianrosscom at gmail.com. And as for the Adrian Ross Show, please make sure you, uh, you subscribe, share with someone, 
leave a rating, leave a review, and tune in every week to The Adrian Ross Show. From A to Z, Adrian is on it. God bless you abundantly. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode. <laughs>